0: Welcome, everyone, to Authentic as Fog podcast. My name is Sun. I'm a storyteller and marketer. And in this podcast, I help some of our members and in my storytelling community, Night Owl Nation, with their kind of refining their brand message, any questions with marketing or entrepreneurship in general. So today we have Sunita. Hi, Sunita.
1: Hi, Sun. Hello, everyone.
0: Hello so quickly can you introduce yourself where you're from and what yeah, do you sure. do your background and
1: Yep yeah. so uh, hi everyone I am Sunita Bindhani Ratna so I am from India and uh, I have worked uh, for Accenture almost 1 year and later I quit my job to become a full-time freelancer and uh from last year i have started my freelancing journey and i have started as a content writer and now i'm upscaling towards copywriting skill and yes uh i'm learning a lot of sh- uh, stuff with uh by joining suns night nation community yeah
0: okay so let's get started with um do you, did you have a specific question for me is there some a topic that you want to talk about
1: Uh, Yeah, a bunch of questions actually I have. Uh, Yeah, the thing is... Perfect. uh, (laughs) Yeah, shall I start?
0: Yeah, Yeah. let's start with your first question.
1: (laughs) So yeah, uh, so there is the thing, like I have to build my personal brand, I have to focus on my skill and all this stuff and I am completely new to marketing field. I don't have any background on marketing. So I'm self-learning everything and uh, the thing is I am getting overwhelmed with a lot of information I can say whether I'm learning from a blog post or from a YouTube or a podcast or anything. So the first question is should I focus on my skill first or should I focus at the same time I should focus on the personal branding as well. I mean I'm getting confused. Because uh, many people said uh, I have contacted to many people and people are saying like first you have to focus on the skill and some people saying like you have to focus on the skill and side by side you have to build your personal brand as well. But what I am th- uh, I am uh, getting confused is uh, like uh, in a day like how much time I should focus on like on on my skills or whether on my personal branding, the networking thing, all these stuff.
0: Yeah, this is the, my first question. Got it, got it. Well, my answer would be the second one. You should do both <laughs> instead of just doing one, because I think that even if you are, even if you are, um, not looking to build a personal brand, like you know, to sell products or something like that, you should still start working on it, because at some point in the future. That's going to come in handy. And even if you're not getting clients from it, um, it's helping you build authority. And it's helping you... The point of building a personal brand, to me, is not just to sell stuff. It's, it's not just to get clients or to sell products. It's to become a thought leader in your space. Do you understand what I mean? Like, so... It, Personal brand, could it doesn't have to be, like, to the mass audience. Like, for example, me. Nobody in the world knows me, but, like, the right people know me. Meaning copywriters, marketers, you know, people that are in the industry. They know who I am, right? So, that's kind of what you want to do, okay? So, now, and having said that. You are not what are you looking to do freelance or are you do you want to sell a product? I want
1: to do freelance initially.
0: Okay. So freelancing is not gonna really come from your social like here's the thing the ROI, the return on investment for making content is not good for to get freelance clients. The Better way for you to get clients for freelancing is to meet people, network with people, and get referrals from people. Do you understand what I mean? Like, I built my entire freelancing career and I built my entire agency without using any social media. And if I talk to some of the most successful freelancers out there, like 99.9% of successful freelancers, they don't have social media or they don't use social media to get clients. Do you understand I me? Mean? So, the the building your personal brand, making content on social media is not going to help you get freelancing clients. So, what I need you to do is spend all the time you can on getting clients, doing client work, and things like that. And in the extra time, build a personal brand. Do you understand I me? Mean? So I, I don't know if you ever heard me talk about the 80/20 percent comment.
1: Yes, yes. So
0: yes. 80% of your yeah, 80% of your effort and energy and time should be spent on the thing that uh, generates revenue right now. That's going to you know, make, like so you can make a living, right? And then 20% should be spent on time that's the dream for the future. <laughs> okay? And then the hope is that one day, that 20% will become the 80%. Do you know what I mean? But once that day comes, you're still going to spend 80% of the time. There's still going to be 80% of things that you might not really, not your dream. And then you're still going to have. So you should always have an 80% and a 20%, in my opinion. So to answer your question, spend 80% of time Going out to meet people, networking, getting clients, doing work for clients, making money, (laughs) right? And then spend 20% of the time making content, posting on Twitter, Instagram, social media, things like that.
1: Yeah. Uh, so the same question uh, related to this question only. So, for example, I am creating content, and every platform is different. Uh, the audience is different. Like LinkedIn is uh, professional, and Instagram is a bit different, and Twitter is more friendly. So, if I say as a copywriter for, I mean, uh, I should focus on which platform. I mean, which platform would be better, or any platform I can focus. If I'm putting my What kind of copywriting do you So I'm focusing on the landing page? What type of copywriting go- do you want to do? Uh landing page and email copy. I have just started actually and I'm focusing on the landing page and email copies.
0: Okay, so like sales copy and are they for what type of clients do you work with typically?
1: So see uh, like actually I, I don't have I don't have copy clients till now I have clients but the clients are t- totally related to the social media uh, uh, creators and the uh, blog post writers for that clients I'm I'm writing as of now
0: Okay how do you get those clients
1: Uh, Through referral, like inbound clients, initially I created contents uh, through uh, LinkedIn. Later, I have joined, I mean, I worked as a job and later I have networked with some people. And through the referrals, I got those clients.
0: Okay. So, what I like to do is, so a lot of people, what they do is they're like, oh, this is what I want to do. So, they set up some sort of a plan, master plan. And they try to do that and they, they try to get there, but almost always that doesn't work out. The better thing to do is to see what you're already doing and try to kind of pull on that thread and okay. take the next step there. Right. So okay. if I were you, the mm-hmm. first thing I would do is make a name for yourself as a content writer. Okay. Does that make sense? Like because mm-hmm. you're already doing that. You're already writing blog posts. Yes, yes. I already So I need you to do more of that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. So I I want you to take that to the next level now. Like now reach out to bigger blogs, bigger clients. With the existing clients you have, ask for more mm-hmm. work. Can I can I do more writing for you, right? And just build upon what you already have rather than trying to go target different kind of clients. Okay. Because what happens is, um, for me, when I was working with a lot of hospitals, it was so easy for me to get other hospitals, like, (laughs) do you know what I mean? And when when I started working with personal brands, it was so much easier for me to get other personal brands. So that's kind of the step one, I think, is to, Mm -hmm. if you already have a lot of portfolio and blog content and things like that, Mm -hmm. go out and. You know, ask people to do that first.
1: Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. So, so when when I'm I'm upscaling towards uh, the copywriting skill, and uh, you said on your one video, like you learned a lot from Copy Cure. Okay. And I really want to join, mm-hmm. like someone teach me something, and I really want to get uh, the mentorship from someone. But as of now, I can't afford because the prices are very high. So would you like to suggest anything like, what would be a uh, great idea to start this copy, uh, whether I'm working or creating content side by side, whether if I'm upscaling towards copywriting skill, so what would be the best uh, practices to start this skill?
0: Okay. Yeah. By the way, (laughs) I didn't answer your previous question. So when you go out and make content, I would, if I were you, I would first focus on LinkedIn. Okay. And maybe Twitter, LinkedIn and Twitter. And what I would do is, I would write um, a lot about writing, like the things that you're learning, uh, mm-hmm. like I, you know, maybe your process of how you write content, how do you okay. do research, um, mm-hmm. how do you do editing, what softwares what you is. use, like. Just all the stuff that you're, you're doing right now, whether you're learning it, you learn through experience, write all about mm-hmm. that and post it on Twitter and LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And then you try to get people to subscribe to an email newsletter. Yes, yes. So create a mailing list,
1: mm-hmm. get them
0: to subscribe to your email newsletter, and at least once a week send mm-hmm. out an email. And this is okay. you're building relationship with people now. Okay? okay so that should be your, the, your main focus if you want to take okay. some of them and repost on Instagram and other platform mm-hmm. that's fine but mm-hmm. your audience lives on LinkedIn and Twitter
1: Okay. because okay.
0: Mm-hmm. those are the people that actually care about what your your, your topic area right Got
1: it. um
0: what was the second question again what was the uh where to how to learn copywriting okay yeah, yeah so uh-huh. by the way content mm-hmm. writing content writing and copywriting are two very different type of writing content writing is more like it's it's content it's to nurture build relationships and kind of provide information yes. right yes, copywriting yes. is to sell so the main exactly. focus of copywriting is it's I, what i say is copywriting is actually like sales but in a form of writing.
1: <laughs> exactly, yeah.
0: Do you understand what I mean? So that, that's yeah, a yeah, different yeah. skill. The best way to learn copywriting mm-hmm. or, or content writing, actually,
1: mm-hmm.
0: is to read and write. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not, it's actually not to, it's not to take a course, and it's kind of like what we do at Night Owl Nation, right? Yeah. The best yeah, way yeah, to tell is. storytelling is not to take a course and try to learn, tell, you know, have an expert teach you how to do it. Like that's, it. like yeah, I always yeah. say, that's like trying to learn from the expert how to ride a bike. Like you don't need that yet. <laughs> like exactly. first you need to learn how to ride a bike first by doing it. And once you get to a certain point, let's say you want to do jumps and you want to do tricks and you want to take your bike or you want to do a, a be a professional cyclist and take it to the next level. That's when the expert stuff is going to help. Do you understand what I mean? So right now, and most of them don't even teach that. Most of those copywriting courses actually teach very basic shit, which you can learn on your own. Mm -hmm. So the best way to learn is this. Number one, Mm -hmm. go out and whenever you see other people's copy, right? Whenever you see Mm -hmm. an email uh, copy, which you're like, oh, this is so good, right? Or when you come to a Mm -hmm. sales page or landing page and you're reading it, and you're like, this mm-hmm. is so good, right? Yeah. Make, um, save it, and try to analyze and see what is it about it that makes so good. And one of the okay. ways you can do that is mm-hmm. rewrite that entire copy, word for mm-hmm. word. Okay. Like, open up a Google Doc. Uh-huh. And, like, rewrite it, like, retype it. Word by, don't, like, copy and paste it. <laughs> like, okay, type it you. word mm-hmm. by word. Mm-hmm. And then, and then see how that feels, right? And then what what's going to happen is as you're type, copying it word by word typing it, you're going to be like, oh, it's so interesting that they use this word there instead of this word. Or, so you're going to notice things like that, right? You, and you keep writing word by word, word by word, word by word. Next time you see another copy, do it again. <laughs> Rewrite that, copy that exact copy word by word, again, typing it. And then do it again, do it again. Do that a hundred times. And then after that 100 times, you're going to realize how much you've actually learned just by doing that, right? That's kind of how I learned everything. Like, I also learned design that way. I just take design and I copy it exact... And people don't understand this, right? They're like, what, what, what is that going to do? You're just copying it. You're not learning anything. You're just copying. But the thing is, when you copy it, it forces you to look at all the details, Like, oh, why did this person write this sentence this way instead of this word first? Why did they put this in a question instead of a statement? Like, you're going to realize all of, you're going to learn, like, subconsciously, you're going to learn all those things. And through there, you're going to become a better uh, writer. Now, you can even utilize that as content. So, for example, let's say there's a sales copy that you really love. you you said it and then you start typing it one by one hey like word from top to bottom every word right and then you realize like oh my gosh like it's you know like this person made uh this sentence this short or like oh this person instead of using this word instead of using like jealous they use the word envious why (laughs) right and you you start to notice those things and then once you start noticing it you say you're going to learn from that and mm-hmm. then now write a blog post <laughs> or make it. a video or something like that talking about okay. what you learned okay. from copying it, I mean, right? So that now that becomes the a content and making,
1: too. making the content from out of it, yeah. Exactly. Okay.
0: I feel like that's actually where a lot of people fail, is that mm-hmm. they make content, mm-hmm. but they don't analyze it, meaning mm-hmm. like every time I put out anything, Mm-hmm. I analyze and I I think about oh why did this do why did this do well why they de- didn't do this why this didn't do well why do you know everybody's making comment about something it's like why and I I'm mm-hmm. trying to constantly analyze what went wrong what went right and you know mm-hmm. and I I just on. feel like not enough people do that yeah yeah,
1: yeah. so uh, shall I proceed to next question
0: yeah next yeah. question. <laughs>
1: Uh, Yeah, so once you say it on your podcast, I guess, uh, uh, like uh, you have to whenever you are putting your content and you are a beginner in something. So you should write like uh, documenting my journey, whatever the skill is documenting my journey and I'm learning this stuff. So I put that in my Twitter bio as well. But so many people, like uh, the beginner and the experts as well, uh, they said whenever I come to your profile, what I'll get from your profile if you are uh, writing like documenting my journey. So for this reason, what would be the best? uh, I mean, uh, what is the best thing to position yourself on social media?
0: So you are documenting journey, technically. But you're doing much more than that, right? You're documenting your journey of becoming a better writer, content writer, or copywriter, right? So then you have to say that. You have to say, um, I share, just say I share um, like new tips and advices I learned uh, through writing content or writing copy. Do you understand what I mean? So, yes, say that you're documenting your journey, but instead of saying I'm documenting your journey, like this is where I share, you know, everything I learn about content writing and copywriting. Because then people are like, it's almost like your diary, right, of everything you learn, like your notes. So it feels to people like, oh, like I get to see inside your notes or something like that, right?
1: Yeah, 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 got it. So I have to add something else, like uh, what are the, my expertise or experience, something like that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, okay. people are like, okay, I don't care about you. You documenting yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But again, yeah. like the people think that bios make so much. Here's the thing: like people think that bios make a difference. They th- they think that these little tiny little things that you do makes a difference but if you just spend all of that time on actually making good content meaning yeah, actually yeah. putting it into time on in the individual content that's actually going to be much more helpful because here's one thing a lot of people don't talk about which is the way you get followers and the way you get your social, grow your social media is not by making one great content because what happens is yeah, that one great content comes, that's great, right? But the next thing that person is going to do is they're going to go to your profile and they're going to look at all the other content. And quickly, they're going to decide, oh, that's this is the only good content. Every other content sucks. <laughs> or they're going to be like, oh, this one's also good. Oh, this one's also helpful. Oh, this one's also good. And then they decide to follow, right? So if you, only one of your content is good and the rest of is garbage, nobody's going to yeah. follow you.
1: Yeah, got it. Yeah, Yeah. so one thing, son. Uh, like uh, from the past month, I used to network with people, and whenever I'm talking with them through DM or whatever, I mean, later I am asking them, uh, Let's uh, open a call and we are talking related to the creator's journey or related to content writing or copywriting stuff like how their journey is all this going so i realized that i really like to talk with people one-on-one it's not like uh, i want to talk with them in crowded place or uh, with bunch of people so and you uh, uh, i think in your one video you also say to start a podcast also and uh, you have a master class also on that and uh, so i was asking like at this time is it the good thing to start a podcast as well like uh, yeah. on a weekly basis or something like that
0: yeah uh, if you like talking to people what i would do <laughs> is if i were you i would start talking to other copywriters yeah, and yeah, other yeah. content writers yes yes other people in say. your or like marketers and and just yes, have as- and just think of that also as a learning experience. Like yes, you're asking yes, I the questions. The
1: same. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So definitely do that once a week. And the, the great thing about that is you're going to do that. And now you have video content, right? So you can. Yes. Now you have video content to upload on TikTok, you know, Instagram, YouTube, and whatnot. YouTube. Yeah, and cool. also audio content. Mm-hmm. And. It's going to give you ideas for your written content, too, because you can take certain things that you learn from the interview and you can write about it. Got and it, then that got can go in like your email newsletter.
1: OK, yeah, so definitely yeah, yeah. do that.
0: If, if. And so it shouldn't yeah. it shouldn't take too much time. Like you just book a call once a week. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah uh, just the thing is uh, whether I mean I was in the confusion like whether I should start now or I should focus on the my skill only and the content creation part or uh, I mean I should focus on one thing only but at the same time I'm talking with those people only the creators and the copywriters uh, the copywriters who are already in experience already have two three, exp- two, three years of experience like that so uh, from the past one month i am doing this thing so every week i'm booking a call so i like this thing and for one hour at least we are talking we are talking different different things so i should start a podcast yeah i don't have a setup or something like that but uh, initially it didn't matter to me so my question was like wait, whether i should start at this time or whether i should delay this one that's what i was asking this is what well,
0: this is what i would do why don't you set aside uh, two hours a day? Okay. To work on your content, your personal brand, podcast, okay. whatever the twenty percent is, right? Twenty percent. And then the rest okay. of your day, yeah. And the rest of your day, focus on your the, your, the thing that's going to actually get you clients. Whether it's yeah, whether it's um, actually writing. Well, not even just skill. What I would say is, because wh- when you're doing that, you're also going to learn, but the way you develop your skill, actual skill, I would say is the rest of the day. I, if I were you, I would focus on number one, getting new clients. And you do that by asking your existing clients, if there's more projects for you, or if, you know, if they can refer you anyone, right. Or. Reach out to people on LinkedIn. So if you go on LinkedIn, right, or you go to Google and you search for this blog post or blog, like whatever the topic area that you write about and see what other people are already doing it, reach out to them and ask them if you need a writer. Or or just go on like job sites, like, you know, job boards. And let's say you search for content writer or copywriter. And see who's looking for writers, right? And then just reach out to every single one of them and say, hey, I'm not looking for a job, but I'm a freelance writer. And, you know, let me know if you, are, you guys are hiring freelance writers. Do you know what I mean? So, I mean, you should be spending at least one to two hours every day doing that. Because you're, you're, you're building your career, right? And when you do that, you are going to get clients from that. <laughs> you're going to meet people... You're either going to get clients from directly from that or those people referring you to other clients. You know what I mean? And then the rest of the time, you should be working on actually doing the work, writing stuff for the client. So when I say develop your skill, maybe this is like a big mistake that people are making. I've never ever learned anything from somebody teaching me something. And everyone that i taught stuff to nobody actually learned anything from me teaching it to them how we learn is how we learn is this so you set a goal <laughs> this is what i want to do and that goal is let's say write a blog post around this topic okay and you're going to try to achieve that goal you're going to try to write that blog post and while you're writing it you're going to do some research you're going to do this and that's how you learn right or your goal might be something like I'm going to write 10 blog posts or I'm going to go get this client, right? And then while doing so, while go- going going towards achieving your goal, you're already learning. So that's what I mean by l- you learn by doing. You don't learn by sitting in a classroom or watching some <laughs> video. Exactly. That, that's not how we learn. Exactly. exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do understand this one. And I really felt like uh, like uh, there are so many Udemy courses I took uh, initially when I didn't know anything about the skills, uh, whether I should pick this course and that course. And till now I have never uh, completed the, those courses also and I didn't even yeah. practice the, the things, whatever they said. So I realized this one, and after joining the ITO Nation, and I really think, like, uh, with uh, practice only you can learn anything. With the doing part, the yep. action part is much, much important.
0: Mm. I think it's because, like, sometimes I'll tell I'll here. Here's a good example. So when I when I teach people how to use CSS, and CSS is like a programming language for. Designing websites, what I say is, I tell them to organize their uh, classes. And class is like, let's say, I make a class called button, right? And then you you set a style for the button. This is going to be, you know, the button is going to be blue. It's going to use this font, and you you have to set that style, right? And I say organize it in a way so that you can use it, o- reuse it over and over and and, and one of the ways you can do it is have a class called button and then have a class called large and small so that you can use button, large button, or small button, okay? Something like that, right? And then I can say, and have a class called blue versus red. And then you can use blue button or red button, right? Then, then you, set, you, you basically use classes that you can use. And the more you organize it, the more clear it's gonna be, right? But somebody who's never done CS before, they don't really understand what that means. They're like, what? Like, why can't I just make a button called blue button? And then what can another one called red, like blah, blah, blah. But then once they actually start working on a website where I have to reuse that button over and over, and then after a while the CS gets really messy and you can't find anything, then they're gonna go back and they'll be like, oh my gosh, now I know what Sun meant by use, make classes that you can reuse, because then it's gonna make it easier. But until they get to that point, they don't even know what it means and why. <laughs> Do you understand I me? Mean? So it's really hard to teach somebody who hasn't actually tried something, and that's why I'm always trying to get people to be like, just go ahead and try it. Just go ahead and try to achieve this goal. Because once you, when you're trying to achieve that goal, in the middle of it, you're gonna learn what all the things that you're doing wrong, and you're gonna learn those things, and that's how you learn. But if I don't have a goal for you and I just say learn CSS, you're not gonna learn CSS. But if I say make this website using CSS, then while making that website using CSS, you're actually gonna learn CSS. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So think in don't think in skills, think in goals. So if you wanna become a if you wanna learn copywriting, then your goal is to, your goal might be this, right? Um, take an existing copy and yeah. try to write it, write it better. Yeah, right?
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And then try to yeah. like go back to the, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, you can continue. Go ahead.
0: Okay, Shall so I? what I would do is... Sorry. Yeah, let me just finish this one thing. So sure. take an existing copy or sales copy or email copy. Rewrite it and make it better than that original one. Now reach out to the person like who owns that website and say, hey, I rewrote your copy like this. What do you think? And then see what they say, right? And then based on that, you do it again and again. And while doing so, you're actually going to learn something.
1: Got it, got it. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, initially, I have started like word for word. I am uh, writing the old sales letter, the new sales letter also. But then I saw some popular creators or uh, copywriting, uh, copywriting experts. I can say. So they say uh, like a uh, hand copying or uh, writing the sales letter word by word is bullshit, something like that. Then I said like why I am wasting my time. Uh, then let us. I mean there are two choices like some people say the hand copying is working for them and there are some people say like hand copying is not working for them so then I was in confusion like whether I should focus on this thing or not Uh, but uh, yeah uh, because it is the slow process correct Uh, the copying word for word and all this stuff so maybe people are not focusing on that. But I don't know how they proceeded uh, to that uh, step, like uh, how they moved. Uh, I'm, I don't know whether it's a compulsory thing or not. But yeah, I tried for, I think uh, around 10 to 15 days, I wrote uh, sales pitch, uh like old sales, the Gary Halbert sales letter and all these stuff. But yeah, rather I saw one tweet and I was Word like... for Yes, yes. I was uh, writing on pen and paper. I mean, I was uh, like that. I was doing.
0: I don't think you have to write a pen and paper. Um, I think the pen and paper thing is more for like journaling. If you want to just write your thought and you just like free write it, like, just let, like they say, let your hand do the writing. That's completely different than what I'm asking you to do. What I'm asking you to do is you can use Google Doc or whatever to do it. But yes, you have to write it word for word. But you also have to pay attention to. You're not just because there's. You can do it like you can just turn off your brain and be like I'm just typing. You can do that, or while you're writing it, you can kind of analyze. Okay, why did why did he write the sentence like that? Do you understand? I'm mean, actually pay attention to what the words are saying, right? And and so there's like a there's nuance to it. Like, yes, you need to copy it, but you also need to be paying attention to, you know, like asking yourself, uh, why did they write, write it this way? And then, you know, like actually paying attention to the words, right? And this takes a really long time. So you, you're going to have to do this, like, for like a year <laughs> before you realize that you're improving. Now, got it, got it. the more important thing is like, the more important thing is, it sounds like the pro- the... The problem here is not necessarily uh, about like specific advice and tips on copywriting, but it's that you're getting too carried away with uh, what everybody is saying. You need to—I think—you might just want to turn some some of that noises off. Exactly. <laughs> Meaning, exactly. You should stop yeah. watching YouTube videos. <laughs> you should stop reading tweets. You should stop listening to what all the experts are saying, because. What ends up happening is those number one what worked for one person is not going to work for you or this it might not work for this person what worked for this person is not going to work for this everyone is different based on so many different attributes like your personality exactly what you do what niche you serve what type of clients you serve you know what are your audience want from you like it's so different that what just because it worked for one person is not going to work for them the other person and also this is why i think personal branding is so important because i hear 100 different opinions about everything out there about about every topic (laughs) okay from everyone right yeah like if i were to just listen to all of them like i would go crazy and it doesn't even make sense because a lot of them are contradicting right so you have to make sure that's why first, you should either turn them all off and not listen to any of them. Or, if you are going to listen to someone, you have to find a few handful of people that you trust. And and you trust not only for, for their track record, but also that this person is has the same values as you. For example, somebody might... Some Wall Street banker who... The only thing he, get, he cares about is making money, 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 money. That's all he cares about, right? And he gives me an advice on, huh, son, like, do this to make money. I'm going to be like, fuck you. I don't care. Like, I don't, I don't want to be you. I don't want to be like you. <laughs> so, therefore, I'm not going to listen to your advice, right? And, and that's why, like, even even when I, like, I, as much as I respect Chris Doe, and he says, okay, this is what you want to do to, you know, sell or run your freelance business. Like, I know that worked for you, and I'm sure that's it's hugely successful for most people. But I'm not most people because I don't like X, Y, Z, and therefore that's not going to work for me. And, and so, so it's really important. So there are some people that I listen to their advice on certain topic, but I not I might not listen to their advice on other topics, right? And there are some people that I would listen to their advice because. Because I feel like I've watched enough their content to understand the nuances of what they're talking about. But if I'm just randomly taking this advice and this advice and this advice, that's not gonna. Because most of these, the people that give, and 99% of the people that give this advice on Twitter or YouTube yeah, yeah. or whatever, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. not that successful. They're exactly. like, they're just. I, I giving felt advice the same. When Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so just ignore them <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I,
1: <laughs> like, the same, yeah. Well, I don't know why I,
0: I don't know why people do that I have this I'm posting something today where it's something like that right like why does everybody think that they're giving advice and they're like this is what you should do to make be rich and all of that when like Warren Buffett and they're going against what Warren Buffett is saying when Warren Buffett is like the richest man on earth right so am I going to listen to the actual person who's the richest person or am I going to listen to you <laughs> who's like nobody knows who's saying that R- Warren Buffett is wrong like that makes and and a lot of times what the reason why people listen to those non-experts who are just giving stupid advice is because those advices are like candy what Warren Buffett is giving what the actual successful people are saying they're, they're like vegetables. They're, they're broccolis. They're healthy for you. They're good for you. But down here, these people that, that are like 20-year-old coaches, the advice that they're giving is like candy. Yeah, it tastes good. That's what I want. But it's not going to work. It's not good for you. Do you understand? I mean, that's why it's easy to sell this advice. And that's why everybody wants to listen to those advice. Because they're saying anybody can be rich. Anybody can do this. Any, that nobody wants to listen to the tough advice. But it's the tough tough advices that actually work. And those easy advices never work. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Got it, got it. Yeah. Yeah, I can see like on Twitter also, I I was a bit active on Twitter and uh, everyone is uh, uh, telling that uh, show your personality but that doesn't mean show your personality that doesn't mean you have to show your the cat post the dog post something like that uh, these days i am looking at this mm-hmm. post only so uh, these things affected me like and uh, and yes you said it right like i'm listening to everyone and because of that i think i am getting overwhelmed uh, a lot i should uh, take one person if I'm, I'm i want i want to listen any one person in one area
0: yeah and I think deep down inside, people have intuition. Like you, you have intuition based on your life, how you lived, And most of the time, your intuitions are correct for your, yourself because you understand yourself better than anyone else, right? So that's why your intuition is going to be correct for you. So for example, like if you're dating a guy who seems all perfect on the outside, but some are, your your intuitions like something's wrong here most likely that's because <laughs> you know you you are aware of all the details and something is telling you that there's a red flag there that means you got to trust it you got you got to trust that intuition right rather than trying to logically figure out okay you know and uh every time you listen to other experts they're going against your intuition which means it's wrong so only follow the experts that your intuition says yes, okay. that's that's gonna work for me
1: okay got it yeah uh, this is my last question i can say and this is my personal question and i would ask a suggestion to you like as uh, uh i have started my freelancing journey from one year only and uh, uh, i can say i didn't make that much money but yeah i want to make money also at the same time i want to build a business kind of thing through freelancing or whether i would uh, do something anything anything else in future so what would be your suggestion because you have a lot of experience and what would be your suggestion whether i'm looking this business in or uh, down the line for uh five years i can say so, what would be your suggestion? Like, how should I proceed uh, this uh, uh, journey?
0: If I were you, I would, I would spend my time, um, making money from what you do first, because I, I, this is what I believe, right? So many people, I see on Twitter, all these people that says like, don't chase money, follow your passion. And you know, quit your job and do what you want to do, all of that shit. And I see that. And when I look at them, they're also chasing money. Because they're also selling, like, oh, here's here's my course, buy my course, blah blah blah. So they're also like obviously like chasing money, right? And and it's like they and they can't stop that. Like the reason why people sell products before they're ready, like when they haven't like even grown their audience or People are not even asking them for a product, but they go ahead and sell products and sell services. Is because they need the money. Like most pe- most of these people that are telling you not to chase money and follow your passion and do what you love, they mm-hmm. also need money. <laughs> like if they stop, yeah, yeah. if that, they stop selling and they stop making money, yeah. you know, they're like they they would be homeless. Like they need money too. Do you understand what I mean? And mm-hmm. when you're in that place where you need money. The last thing you should be doing is chasing your dreams and chasing your passion, because what ends up happening is you you're gonna while you're chasing your dream, you're gonna make sacrifices. Be like, oh yeah, but I need money this month, so I'm gonna do this, right? And you're 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 having one foot in, one foot out, and that's never gonna work, right? So what I say is, just chase money first, (laughs) okay? (laughs) And then once you get to a place where you don't have to worry about money anymore because you have, uh, you have 10 consistent clients that are coming to you and paying you every month and you, have, you, know, you don't have to worry about it. You know? And if you lose a client, you can get another client right away because you have other clients who want to work with you and you get referrals all the time. And So once that business is like fully running and making money and you don't have to worry about it, then you can start working on your passion and your dreams and things like that, right? But while, if this is not in place, even if you say you're chasing your passion, somewhere deep inside in your subconsciously, you're going to be worried about money and you're going to make stupid decisions and you're going to make stupid choices and that's not going to work out for anyone, okay? So be clear that right now, what you're trying to do is you're trying to make money as a freelance writer, whatever it takes, okay? Okay? And to get that business going, I think the easiest way to do it is to literally go on. Here's the idea, right? You need to go out there and there are already companies, there are already brands, there are already people who needs content, who needs writers. You yes. know what I mean? Like there are already companies out there that are going like, oh man, I need we need to we haven't we don't have time to write our own blog, so we need we really need some to hire somebody to write a blog. Oh, uh, we really need somebody to write our newsletters, oh uh, we really need someone to write our content for social media, whatever that is. People there are already out there, people out there, probably millions of people, right? If if not like tens or hundreds of millions of people who need this service. Your only goal is to go out and find who they are right? So now think about it, right? If somebody is willing to pay a freelancer to write content for them, that means they have to meet a certain criteria, right? So there's no point for you to reach out to, let's say, a solopreneur who's making $100,000 a year to see if you, you know, they, they need a copywriter because that person cannot afford you. They can't, that person cannot afford to pay you money to write content for them. It's, that ROI is not make, make sense for that. But if you go to a, a solopreneur that's doing a million dollars a year, right, or a company that's doing $10 million a year who has no time to write copy, then that, that company could invest in writing copy for you. So you need to look at those. And one of the ways to do it is the easiest way is to go to a job search site So go to like Indeed or whatever job search site or copywriting and go to every major city, right? Like New York, LA, London, every major city. There's probably a hundred major cities around the world. And then just type in like blog writer, content writer, and then like make a list of every single one of them and literally reach out to every single one of them. And say, "Hey, I noticed that you're searching for a copywriter, or you're searching for a content writer. Uh, I'm I'm not a I'm I'm not looking for a full time position, but I am a freelance writer, and I think I can help you with that. Would you be interested in um, outsourcing this to, oh, or whatever? Like, write an earnest message right to okay. that person, mm-hmm. and then send it. And the next, and keep doing that. Like literally, reach out to like 50 people per day." That are, that are looking for this, right? And that should take you like one or two hours a day. Do you understand what I mean? And I'm telling you that that's why I said you should spend one or two hours a day every day doing that. And that that could probably be the best time you've ever... ever. Like if you do that, you'll have enough clients. <laughs> do you understand what I mean?
1: Yes, yes. yes.
0: And, and then now you now you spend the rest of your day working on the project for those clients, right? And once you get once you get busy and you're full and you don't have time, like let's say 80% of your time is full, the next thing you do is you raise your prices, right? And then once it's full again, then you raise your prices again. <laughs> and full again, raise your prices again. And you keep doing that until you literally don't have to worry about money anymore. And then now you can... Invest some good time into making content and things like that, right? Got it. Got it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah.
0: Right now, yeah. Right now, if I were you, I wouldn't spend too much time on social media, making content, um, things like that. Maybe I'll just do the podcast and repurpose, repurpose content from that or something like that. But I wouldn't spend, like I said, I wouldn't spend more than two hours a day on anything yeah, that's content related, stuff. personal branding mm-hmm. related, or, or anything like that. So that's not, cause that's like a mistake that I see a lot of people make. I, so many freelancers come to me <laughs> and like service providers, brand strategists come to me and they're like, oh, like, how do I get more clients? I'm like, stop wasting time on social media because you're not gonna get clients from social media. Yeah, you know yeah I, mean? I, I
1: was doing and the same mistake. I can say.
0: <laughs> yeah, and for you, the second thing is, and this this might apply to a lot of people, is stop listening to people, including myself. Stop going and look, reading all this content, taking advice, taking advice, and think, like, and just like turn off YouTube, <laughs> turn off Twitter, like turn off all the social media at least for like a couple months other than you posting content because what happens is when you listen, 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 you're going to do this. Like you're going to, you're going to do like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then we're like, Oh, that, that, Oh no, this person said this. And you're going to do this and then you're going to do this and you're going to do this and you're going to keep changing. And every time just think of it as, as like this, every time you do that, you're not building momentum. What you need to do is just do the same thing over and over until you build momentum. But every time you change, you're like starting over starting over, starting over. And you're just never going to get off the ground. So remember that, like, everything you do takes time for it to happen. But while you're doing it, if you change strategy because somebody said this, then it's not going to work. It's guaranteed not going to work. Do you know what I mean? You just have to have blind faith that this is going to work. And... I see a lot of people do this with social media too. I say I say, "Hey, just make content every day for for 90 days or whatever it is," and right? And then so first of all, 90% of the people don't even start cuz they don't even though I said this is going to work, they like I don't believe son. It's not going to work. So they don't even start. And then out of the 10%, 90% of that 10% start, but within 3 day, weeks they give up. Because I'm like, I've been doing this for three weeks, but it's not working, right? And they don't, nobody actually makes it to the ninety percent, ninety ninety days mark, right? But that's 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 the crazy part. Is just that if you actually just be like, okay, even if I'm wasting time, I'm just gonna do it to see what happens. That's when it's actually gonna happen.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Is there anything and-
0: else you want to ask me before we?
1: No, no, uh, this, this was the last question. Uh, yeah, just I want to say thank you, sir. Like, uh, got so much clarity with a lot of stuff. Like uh, I really did a lot of mistake like you said, I was uh, focusing more on the other people's content only and uh, literally you said this thing like I'm listening to the one people, then another people, then another people and these things keeps me like uh, getting so overwhelmed and confusing. That's why I'm not able to proceed in my actual skill or uh, not able to focus on the clients. (laughs) What I have to the real thing, I was not focusing on on that thing. yeah.
0: That's, that's kind of the feeling that I got. And yeah, yeah. don't worry, because you're not the only one. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. you know, sometimes like uh, I get clients. Sometimes I'll get clients that's doing $10 million a year, right? And they've already had success by doing what, by following their intuition, right? Like doing it their way. And then all of a sudden, once they get there, now all these experts come in. And they all the this branding expert, marketing expert, copywriting expert. They all come to them because they're now that now that they're successful, and they're like, oh, you should do this, oh, you should do that, and you should do this. And and these clients come to me and they're they're like, son, like oh, oh, so like this this marketing guy told me to do this. Oh, this SEO guy told me to do this. Oh, this copywriting expert told me to do this. This funnel person told me to do this. And they're like, oh, what should I do? Which one should I do? Like who's right? And blah 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 blah. Right. And so even those people are in that place, and what I usually tell them is because I've seen this over and over. So somebody will have success; they'll do ten million dollars a year, and because they listen to everyone, they get confused and they they, they kind of lose their way, and then they get to this place. is like oh, I don't even I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. Like I don't, I I or the business is doing well, but it's not it's not it's not like why what I imagine like or like. They, they start to have other problems when what they should be doing is just because you're at the 10 million mark doesn't mean all of a sudden you need experts to tell you. like Because what got you there, people say this, like what got you there, what got you here won't get you there. That's, that's actually kind of a lie because whatever got you there is the thing that's going to get you even to the next mark. You just have to do it a little differently. But... N- but what a lot of people do is they throw away what might made them successful and they try to listen to all the experts. And what experts teach them how to do is just to be average. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. experts are only good at telling you how to do things how everyone else does it. Exactly. So yeah, if you want to be like everyone else, then listen to experts, but you're not going to you're not going to grow that way. You know, yeah, you're yeah, going to yeah. flatline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much sir. Thank you so much yeah i and Thank i literally for... i literally one more thing like uh, you in every uh, sunday service you are repeating the uh, nightwall nation manifesto and literally that uh, seventh statement helped me a lot. Uh, be a beginner and uh, uh, there is nothing like time wasted. And this stuff really helped me to <laughs> like, yeah, I should not think all, all of this thing. I should work uh, like what I can do now and what I can do in my future. The uh, On those things, I, I should focus more on that. Uh, these things helped me a lot. Thank you so much for that one also.
0: Oh, good. Yeah. yeah, it's a good reminder. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Thanks for um, yeah. being vulnerable and sharing your questions. Uh, I hope I see you on Sunday.
1: Yep, sure.
0: And yeah. thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, you. everyone. Bye, Sunita. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye.